0: The grand finale of This American Dice Presents, Ryoko Wari, The City of Lies. I don't know what role this should be, but I want it to be a role. How much have people within the city heard about what these, like, how much can they actually get information-wise from what this mob is claiming has happened to them? What should be the, the role for that? Because this is the mob of people whose children have been stolen by Oni no Ishi. Let's
1: say, like okay. citizens are like kind of susceptible to like demon r- rumors. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: especially like demonic rumors because yeah. of my speech. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So I think that there's. I think that there's a there's there is a okay. Then this sounds like it's a defy danger situation, but it could also be maybe an elo because because it's the issue of like how. Are we kinda of like defining the danger of the city, like the city, rioting? I think the city freaking out about this stuff, slash the additional thing of the description of it of only no Ishii specifically coming out. It was not Because like, that then makes Ishii a target of that
1: specifically. Well Ishii was also called out for being a demon during the duel.
0: Right, but theoretically uh, but he the proved he was thing. not.
2: Oh true. Yeah. And so like I'll shout it out to a bunch of just like you guys. Yeah. All, all swell in to
0: say, like, there's a lot of demonic, like, yeah, occurrences. So like, I think there's 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 definitely the threat of, and I think this is more of the issue of like you're making you would be making a role more for what has just occurred in the city than even necessarily you could prevent. Like the Thundergaurd are dealing with this. If there were people probably talking to these folks. You can hear things being screamed or yelled. So I guess I could folks me. might have folks might have crudely scrawled. It's sound like crazy. troglodytes, <laughs> crudely scrawled uh, mm-hmm. signs that they can hold up because they're, they're peasants from out in the countryside. But yeah, they're they're terrified. They're kind of screaming for. Oh room. yeah, I think I think I think you'll have somebody will have to make some kind of rule to find out more about them. But I think there's like, some, what
2: divide so sh- danger roll. Do you think Do you think it's a divide danger role to see if the city yeah, itself is I guess, like I guess kind it is. of
0: getting riled up and freaked yeah, out Yeah, it is. Some, somebody's got to make this. Somebody's got to make this move. Oh, I, I think, think it's Ishi's. Yeah, <laughs> sure it's it's yeah. This fire. All right, here we go. All right, we got a eight plus ten. ten. Awesome. Yeah. So I think with that. Um, Yogo Sako has said, uh, like Yogo Sako will say, like we've kept we've kept most of the residents of the city back so far, um, and we've we kind of like boarded up, like locked up this gate. If you'll want to leave, you'll just have to leave through another gate. Can you really track this demon we're chasing?
2: Because if we go on another gate, there's no saying that it'll be where we want where we expect it to be for delaying. According to this map, I just walk a few hundred yards. Yeah, there is another
3: gate nearby. I can try. Yeah, can I, I mean, you I don't know, you this, just go for the other gate, but. You try the move of, you happen to be right where you need to be. <laughs> uh, okay. That.
2: I feel like that's bad. I feel like, yep, yeah, you're right here. And the demon Here's is... It's the strong. demon. Well. Yeah. All right. yeah. That works. All right, don't fail this one. <clears throat> this would be a bad one to fail, my dude. Oh, okay.
0: Compared <laughs> 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 yeah, to losing my your arm.
2: Thanks yeah. for
3: letting me know ahead of time. Compared so to losing Not your case. arm. Go this random roll. roll five this five. Arm. Mm-hmm.
1: Rolls.
2: You only roll one dice. Oh, <laughs> one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's true. <laughs> See, that's much Eight, better.
3: Pretty good. 11 no, plus. 14. 14. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 10 plus. Incredible. I choose two. I would like to not shirk an important responsibility, mm-hmm. and happen to be right where I needed to be. Okay. So that I think, just the important responsibility I had in mind. Sure. Was to just whisper with air commie to tell my wife and children to like get to safety.
0: Okay. Um, I could
3: roll to like try to hit that air commie. No, you're alright. I I I think that's
0: fine. Just we, we, we hear Yugare whisper to them yeah under his breath and we hear like, a, like the sound of the wind carrying that and it echoes. Yeah. And um uh Mizuki, like is in the house doing something and she suddenly it does like the <gasps> and, like, looks off in the distance and, like, like kind of, like, gathers the children to do something specific. You know, like Wherever like, I sense the demon, just, like, go out the city the other way. I think what happens is you guys ride out to that other gate. mm mm-hmm. And, um, that other gate, just because of how well both of you rolled on those things, actually, people haven't gone to that particular gate. They're mostly focused on that. And they're, they're yelling up at the Thunder Guard. And you can kind of, from there, go kind of north. Um it's but you this s- gate said please use other gates. Yeah. It did and we were able to <laughs> and you're kind of like just skirting just the out the outside of this mob of peasants and the peasants are like screaming that they like they want their children back and what are you going to do. Some of them have brought some children and they want them to be like safe within the city and they're terrified. So this 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 mob is mostly motivated you can tell like by Fear. They want. They do want these children back that have been stolen, but they're motivated mostly by fear. As much as they're trying to get people inside to do something about this, they're also trying to get into the city for safety mm-hmm. from their perspective. And um, Ugaray can feel this. And figure this out much more than the other people it pains him deeply to see that yes and in fact the pain the fear that they have the fear that the people inside the city have is acting a hundred percent as a magnet it's almost or another way to put it is it's weighing this city down and thus other things are rolling towards it and you are absolutely in the place where you need to be in that this creature is coming toward the city it's it's incensed, it's like the hungry and this like fear and despair and anguish that these grieving um, families are fearing and families inside the city are, are feeling. Um, you can almost you can certainly feel it if not possibly see it um, as like something that this creature is possibly even feeding off of, and it's coming to like dine at the source. And uh, this creature is not in the forest. Ishi was correct. This creature is coming directly towards the city, but it's right there. And Yugare can definitely see it far before any of the other people. And I think you guys have these horses by now, and uh, Shiba Hoshi is with you. And um, to yeah, and it is this massive, winged creature uh, that has a huge beak. Yugarai can hear it before others can, but soon everybody else can hear it, and it's shrieking. And um, again, it sounds like a it sounds like a bird was. It sounds like a bird was given a human throat, and it was trying to speak, and it's just screaming out. but it's not flying at all. It's instead crawling with these groping wings that are almost scooping at the dirt, um, pulling itself forward Um, at the end of its wings. You can see, again, this is the same creature that he faced in the cave, uh, the lunar cave, where it has hands, human-looking hands, gnarled on the ends of each of the wings. The wings, though, are pierced with holes and slashes. Um, It is covered in what is clearly its blood, though its blood is black and thick, Um, and it's pulling itself towards this group, and the wild thing is, if this wasn't crazy enough, this crowd does not seem to see it at all, and this thing is rushing onward toward them. And like I said, Ugre sees this first. Yes, I think I reined the my horse other in. people can the other people can see this Short- uh, yeah, sh- shortly afterward, narratively yeah. just after him.
3: Because I think I rein my horse to a halt. Like we're like riding out mm-hmm. to look for it or whatever, and I'm like, I stop everyone. Like,
0: it's here. This is where we <laughs> stop it. Yeah. and you're still within sight of this crowd at the gate, so you're within sight of the city. Like you're not far away mm-hmm. from it. Mm-hmm. and maybe then, how big is this? I think I'll say like do you hear it screams oh, there's and there's some just sh- silence well, and then it's it's big so I imagine I imagine when we saw it it's very the claws are the size of katana. Yeah, so, a katana so take, take yeah Take a hawk or an eagle kind of thing and and scale its its talons up to like katana length, which is like three and a half to four feet long, and uh, so scale that up to that point. So it's it its wingspan outstretched is like I feel each wing is at least the length of a bus. So it's it's very, when it's stretched out it's enormous. Mm-hmm. When it's not stretched out, it's still pretty freaking massive, um, far larger than a person mm-hmm. it's bigger than i bait, baiting you mm-hmm. I think so. for all Ugarai knows this is the
3: same like he, it's news to him but this demon must have been eating children so seems so like, like lightning. Yeah, why, why assume there are two demons when they could just be one but so I was like okay this this is what's left of
0: Soshi Saryoku let's end it now yeah this thing is this thing is barreling towards moving it like at least as at least as fast if not faster than like a horse at full gallop toward toward the city and this crowd. I mean I'm gonna I like I'm imagine that we've like
3: curved around to be like in between. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna dismount and like I'm gonna go wait for it to be in range basically. Sure. I'm a lightning bolt. I'm gonna go
0: to the side, and try to fight it. Yeah. You've got a jade sword. So jade knife. Jade knife? And I, I think um okay, what, what are you other guys doing as you're readying yourselves? How does anjo feel about yes. this? Yeah, I mean not great. Does <laughs> <laughs> so Anjo you want to go fight oh, the demon? Oh, I think in the in the din of this, as these guys are doing this, so you can't like so others kind of can't hear it. Mm-hmm. I think Ikomo Yuriko says, like Ikoma Yuriko says, like, like it's uh, the one who called it into this world was a was a, was a tool to be used. Now that she's gone, it's unanchored. It
4: has to be stopped. Can, are we the ones
0: to deal with it? When the knots holding the future have been cut, it's best left to it's best sometimes left to discard um, to discard what they're carrying, lest the ship be brought down with it. It's not a very good thing, but basically, she's saying like, yeah, she'll basically say that yeah, we got to deal with this. This thing has to be dealt with because gonna kill it can't be manipulated the way mm-hmm. Serioku could be manipulated.
2: Alright, and then what do we see Ishii do? He's just riding out there. I assume, kind of close
0: to Aji's riding out there, right? No, I'm trying to fly. Well, so. It said it's in straight towards the city, like straight towards that crowd gathered at the Unicorn Gate. Mm-hmm. What about uh, Ishii's former
2: men? They are Their probably burying the homeboy.
0: <laughs> He's burned. That's true. You're right. You're right. We could, or we could yeah. say that they were called, and they could perhaps show up later. If we want to have them make a dramatic entrance, that could explain like a really good success. It's
1: a go on the boys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably right. I'm riding towards it, I suppose. Are you just riding straight toward it? Okay. I'm, so you're I'm, riding straight toward it. You're going to try to. You're going to try more to flank it. Ugrave's dismounted, and he's kind of preparing, Ando is having that discussion, I think uh, Shiba Hoshi, if you've dismounted, Shiba Hoshi's, like, dismounted as well, like, to... Phil probably stays on his horse. Okay, then Shiba Hoshi stays on his horse as well, but, like, kind of, like, puts himself between you and this thing. mm mm-hmm. Did he see it? Maybe he should just make the run for it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. It's doing time. I can I can throw an opening salvo
0: okay go for you right? but yeah so I think that um, this this thing um, uh, once it Once it gets even remotely into the range of what Yugare is thinking about doing, once he can like, everybody in the group can absolutely very clearly see this thing and you guys have begun this, this creature, um, I think it like shrieks and it kind of um, of rears back and spreads its wings. And yeah, the massiveness of this thing is exposed. It was big before and yeah, when it spreads its wings, it's even larger. Yep. Let's see if we can
3: see its skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Alright. And throw a lightning bolt. It's weak. It's flying type. Okami. Yeah. Yeah. O-Kami Strike down mm-hmm. my bow. Sure. Dump summon the date. We got a five. It's an eight. Eight. though. Oh, that's pretty good. So that I choose good, I two and you choose one. Yikes. Yeah, I think you get to choose um, it. he just dies. I don't know, actually, I don't mm-hmm. No, I can't choose it just dies. Oh, can he choose that? Good. <laughs> uh, Alright, so I'm going to choose
0: that it is far. Mm-hmm. And I suffer no harm. Okay. Sure. And I got to choose another one of these. Over the. Mm-hmm. You suffer no harm. I could choose. It's not me. Do <laughs> I want to choose that it's blinding to look upon?
3: That'd be pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> I only rolled an eight, so.
0: what would be the worst Well, what would be more interesting that it's blinding to look upon and we have to I probably get blinded yeah and we have to see if people get blinded or that it's an well, you're f- shooting it from far away, so the area affecting doesn't make as much sense logically. So the blinding to look upon thing works because it's terror. It already is really loud, right? Yeah, so it is super loud. It could also cause terror in observers, it's and terrifying. everybody has to, like, respond to the, like, the, everybody gets so afraid of, like, the amount power that's being released. I would say observers,
2: because not only does it scary, lighting myself, mm-hmm. but now this whole crowd,
0: so here's a say. loud noise behind them. Mm-hmm. Turns and looks. Honestly, and that's, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Have you I guys take too. any rules about that? That noise crackles and the, it hits the creature and the creature's scream becomes audible to this crowd and to the people at the gate mm-hmm. and this crowd turns into like a mob that wants to get into the city into a mob that's besieging the city and I think the Thunder Guard are pushing the gate down? Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to they're clamor over it, they're trying to push it down and the Thunder Guard react too and I think they might like treat these people as legitimate hostile element, like some of the Thunder Guard might straight up go like, fuck and run away, um, but others might react to them being like, like, no, these people are now invaders. from boiling oil down. Yeah, them. and they're like, we're like, like, just shoot at them with yeah. arrows, like that kind of thing. So there's now like this massacre going it's on in the drivers. background, and like, but, but also the people within the city, you hear like, you just hear more <laughs> screams going on, and I think Anjo especially, who's like stayed back the most, can hear this kind of chaos. All right, I think you are raised nice body count now. Yeah. In, you really should have rolled a tail <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: that pretty bad, dude. Yeah, Come good on. job.
3: You guys told me to make a good roll yes. last time. This,
0: creature, this creature screams. Uh, with that. And, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess where, where so. Where do we arrive next?
1: We're gonna try to shame it into a duel.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like me, what stance are you? Yeah, hey, what stance are you? <laughs> um, I guess I'll go
0: up and stab it. Okay, well, I, Well, logically, that does make the most hey, sense. Even if they jade knifed here. If you're just running directly at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I didn't ever get off my horse, actually.
2: So I galloping off my horse. Yeah, it's try to Mounted combat. Yeah, absolutely. cavalry action. A little bit of cavalry battle. Definitely be a Because I didn't get to get to attack fate. Oh my god, are you the horse demon? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Alright,
1: you <laughs>
0: seven plus.
2: Uh, two. Two? Nine. Nine. You get to choose two, and I always inflict <laughs> terrible harm. What are, what are the three that you're taking in uh, mm-hmm. Terrible harm. Seize what I want and suffer the wound. Okay. You didn't use your katana, you used a giant, like, nail no clippers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You got too close.
3: Yeah. So
0: yeah, you can. I'll, I'll say that, Ishii can, Ichi can maybe do that, like hack off one of this thing's um, like claws, mm-hmm. for sure. Does he just he just charges at it and that happens? All right. He definitely gets hurt in the process too, though. So, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Know? Any harm is
2: enough. Oh, yeah. already did. Huh? No, I'm not gonna do it. But yeah, it's
0: it's definitely gonna do a bare minimum of one to you. Mm-hmm. Past armor, I assume. Oh, yeah. hmm So, yeah, this is this massive creature. Armor means nothing in this game. It's not that it means nothing,
2: it's just that it's like... I did, I did, however, take... I took two arm and then I got out of my armor, and I took another two of them. It's nothing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you definitely suffer... Yep. ...at least one. I do suffer, yeah, and probably suffer. Oh, did you actually have so your duel? The Sago? Your armor? Uh... I did. Okay. So there you go, you use it. Your, <laughs> your armor? Yeah. you are you,
0: you use your armor constantly? What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> yeah, he's not We're on the so. <laughs> There's there's a reason I was the last one to get nearly bad, and that he was like, No fuck, <laughs> i just
0: going hurt. <laughs> well the um but yeah, so he this this creature definitely hurt like how does this creature hurt you as you're, as you're like, uh, like is it hurts so you? Well I did go right past all the rest of its katana figures. Yeah. Okay. So one of them got me. I don't know. Maybe the one that gets you, you're able to, is the one that you're able to hack off. Are you are you unhorsed in this process? Probably. It eats
2: that horse. Yeah. It eats that fucking horse. It probably just fucking cuts the horse in half. Oh
0: yeah, that's that's what happens. The, the the it sees you coming up and it rears back on its talons and the talons kind of come at you and it grabs the horse, and you're able to hack one off, and it stabs into you, um, you're able to hack it off, but the horse is just absolutely like putting an egg through an egg harp, like just, like, that seen in Cell, where it's just like, mm-hmm. like, just sliced into, like, four or five pieces easily. Aji uh, flanking this thing, and it's definitely got to slow down when it's fighting uh, Ishii, or, t- or filleting Ishii's horse. <laughs> it's, it's trusty like
2: Steve matter what happens, I get to at least do one more thing. Whether I die I take a mass one. I think when you actually are become morally wounded, you're supposed to just be out of the scene no matter what. But I get to stay one extra, but i was taking of the elegance.
4: Hold on a I that's true. Because it says, you're morally wounded. You can survive mm-hmm. if you do a thing. Yeah.
2: So what's but your move saying? Mine says, when you suffer six or more, or where is it? When you've taken six or more no harm, you may take you may make one additional move before
0: collapsing. Okay. Which makes you, you're always supposed to fucking so. Get yeah, sure. But, but yeah, Audie is Audie is attempting to flank this thing. He's still mounted, and he's he's got this G Tanto. All right, I'm gonna try to read the situation.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. A seven. seven. Okay. Pretty good. <laughs> what should I be on the lookout for? Ooh.
0: So I mean there's the Demon's obvious. Yeah, the demon <laughs> the demon is the obvious thing. Um, but the bigger deal is um, you can hurt this thing. You guys can you guys can probably hurt this thing, but there's something that summoned it here. There's something that brought it here. Um and if you don't move quickly, um, oh, how about this? The thing, your, the, your question was, what should I be on the lookout for, right? Um, ooh, how about this? The story, doesn't, the story doesn't fully make sense. You're looking at this thing and it doesn't look like it was wounded by arrows at all. Like, Ikoma Yuriko's story doesn't quite make sense. There's something up with what she told you. Like, that doesn't quite work out. Because I was going to question it, actually, when I first heard it. Mm-hmm.
1: Because, like, you heard it with non-gate weapons. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
1: that
0: didn't make sense to me. So, but it's, yeah, maybe, uh, it doesn't fully, her story doesn't fully add up. That's maybe not the biggest threat right now, but it's certainly something that you should be on the lookout for of. What's what's her deal? We'll hop over to hop over to Anjo.
4: What's Anjo doing? Um, it's a good question. Um, I feel he's really unequipped to deal with this. Um, I thought seen it at all maybe mm-hmm. many years. Yeah. Um. So oh, maybe what he's going to try and do is um. Well, still on the horse, he and uh, Hoshi mm-hmm. are maybe going to try to ride with this crowd and calm them down just through shouting authoritative phrases at them. Sure. Like, shut up. keep are <laughs> fine. Sure.
0: That sounds like either a defy danger role or... Because it's not dealing with one person, so would it be a manipulate role? Um, I'm better at defy danger. <clears> this <throat> feels really, really weird. All right, yeah, defy danger works because it's it's more directly connected to the like you're kind of rushing through and trying to do this thing. Plus, defy danger is supposed to be kind of the default mm-hmm. move. So the danger is that this situation continues to get bloodier. Go for it. we got an eight people, uh, so it was nine total. Nine total, damn, okay. So you guys can push this crowd, like through like the, the force of will, like, push this crowd to get to, essentially to continue north around the city, to kind of like continue northwest. Uh, around the city, so they're like running away from this demon, they're running away, they're staying near this cast, like this these walls, um, but you're encouraging them that this thing is behind them, they got to run around and they can't get through the walls, mm-hmm. um, to get them to like leave and go away in that direction. Um, dram- dramatically, one of two things I think could happen in this process, I think that Maybe Hoshi oh, has to continue pushing them and he thus has to leave you. Like, you have to order him, like, just move all these people away. Mm-hmm. Um, thus, meaning, like, you don't have this bodyguard. Um, or if we're doing, if we're real Game of Thrones in it, uh, in the process, he gets killed by, like, stray Thunder Guard arrows or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That good. Yeah, so these people are kind of, like, moving, moving through in the last little holdouts. The thunder guard like pepper down arrows towards them, but they don't re- re- recognize Hoshi as
4: who he is, and he's just like killed. Yeah, like he goes into the the crowd, and
0: mm-hmm.
4: like the shot is from up in the wall. To, yeah, who's got a horse? Get uh, that one. Yeah, there's the leader. Yeah.
0: yeah, somebody says that. Um, but yeah, but the people the people do it. They they're running away. They're still terrified they still want to get into the city, but they now know at least they have to get away from this part of the city. Like, they gotta get out of this place if they can't get in. Um, so you've kind of, you've helped the situation a bit. Meanwhile, this demon um, has kind of regained its regained its stride after, uh, after absolutely destroying that force. And, um, yeah, it flaps its wings and does almost like a like a creepy version of a butterfly when it comes out of the cocoon and it tests the strength of its wings before it flies. It kind of does that, and at least, you Gray, you can tell it's getting questionably stronger. That's opposite of what we wanted it to get. Seriously. So it's hurt, but it might be getting stronger. And those two things seem contradictory for sure, and they are but it seems like it might be getting more potent in some capacities, but
4: also its hunger is growing. Wait, that that one that stole Ugray's kids, was it was like a blood thing, right? Yeah. It's,
0: there was a blood thing. Yeah, Henjo was, Henjo was the Meiosuke guy who was inspired by the Kansen that was spurned by Ugray.
4: Mm-hmm. But then, as, as everyone was getting sacrificed, it was, it was like drawing power from that, right? Mm-hmm. We're making that up.
0: Yeah.
4: cancel our, our,
0: draw, draw power from bloodshed and from suffering. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, and anybody can hop in here. We don't have to stay in the same order. Yeah. Maybe I need to read the situation. Sure. <clears throat> All right, snake eyes. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. Eubare goes to, um... Well... Yeah?
3: I want to... I mean, every time I'm Did you looking have for, go for it. I'm kind of been treating the kami okay. in some way. Like, I want some spiritual guidance, and then there's this thing that could... Oh, yeah. it Oh, I think that it, uh... I
0: don't know. I think you uh, yeah you just you just hear laughter like mocking laughter in your head as you like vainly kind of stare at this creature that squawky yeah that, um, that paradoxically seems to be like hurt but also getting more powerful and just being fed by the fear and the suffering that's going on all around it um, and you just hear that this there's something that's just mocking you and then soon you feel that same kind of familiar presence of that, that Kansen that spoke to you so long ago as you stared at that, uh, the body of a horse. Uh, yeah. um, the same Kansen that like tempted you in Soshi Suryoku's house and, um, and you realize it's, it's followed you and now it's just, it's, on, it's just laughing at you. It just says you've lost so much, all because you wouldn't, uh, all because you wouldn't let yourself be helped, you grey. And it's, it's just, it, it finds this hilarious, and it's like very much gloating. Um, and uh, it says there's so much, there's so much gone now. There's so much, there's been so much suffering, all because you didn't want to, you didn't want to know uh, the secret to how to stop it. I feel that to offer you another like another dark temptation is is old news. We've done that so many times. Mm-hmm. so I don't want to just do that again. Mm-hmm. I'm contemplating. My initial thought was to say like, oh, if you just kill one of your teammate, one of your friends, then I'll like then I'll, I'll I'll help you stop this monster. Like just kill one of them. You can do that. Even you're capable of that. And then I'll stop this thing. Um... But I feel like that Dark Temptation stuff, we've gone through that so many times before. So I think that this thing is here. It has to go after Ugaray, but I think it almost just does it emotionally. Um, It just shows Ugaray, like, um, Ugaray wasn't able to, like, you weren't able to protect your family, Uh, the scorpion... The scorpion were able to manipulate your manipulate your wife into uh, um, being complicit in opium trading, the same thing you were trying to stop. And once it's found out by others, you'll be disgraced. She'll be disgraced. Um, uh, they'll fully control your uh, your nieces and nephews, whoever's left back back home. Your your family will just like your. Into your smaller family you're part of the Bogasha family will just become this like almost like slave of them uh, meanwhile all these people in the city are are dying because you couldn't uh, you couldn't stop this monster when it was uh, when it was in its adolescence and now that it's come to now that it's shown up fully matured you're you're, you're ill-equipped to do so Um, relying on, relying on incompetence and, uh, and, um, relying on incompetence and people you can't trust. So I think it just, like, kind of lays all of this out, like, just lays this on him, like, really, really heavily. And I don't know if there's any kind of mechanical anything or any kind of move, but I just think, like, as in the TV show, we just hear him, like, being hit with all this stuff. And it's very clear that that's the whole time. Oh, here's what it is. This cancer you realize had been the thing holding you somewhat together, just so it could point this out to you. It's that nasty, and now it's like, bye, see you later. And you like we see you. Ray's face go real, real pale, and like those the, bandages, the bandages are get real bloody again. And I think he kind of like maybe. Pfft, has to like lean against the horse as all of a sudden like his blood pressure drops crazy low and like he's like having trouble standing, having trouble like focusing on anything as it's like, Oh yeah, that's right, I was dying near we like before this thing helped me out.
3: The worst Rita situation result was the situation shitty. (laughs) It's pretty bad,
2: dog. It's pretty bad. I'll tell you, it's bad. Yeah. I'll tell you. Alright. But yeah, so I think I think that occurs. We have the dog boys. Alright, who's next? (laughs) I mean, come on. You agree you
0: agree we won't use the shadowlands? I think this creature. I think this creature starts to like like I said, it was stretching its wings and starting to flap. These wings, and there's enough like dirt and sand and whatnot being kicked up like from around the road, um, that like like there's almost like like clouds of dust kind of being thrown up mm-hmm. as this thing is flapping these wings with greater and greater force. <laughs> yeah, you got this. Come on, man Yeah, oh, I think, you go. I, think it, I think it's becoming increasingly clear. That this thing's not far off from being able to take flight again and once this thing takes flight it can easily not only hop over this wall but <laughs> yeah, get good point anywhere it wants to go it's a giant flying pterodactyl in the midi- middle ages it can get wherever it needs to well, try to stab it in the heart with its own you're gonna to try to use its own claw as a weapon yeah stab it right in its heart okay sure go for it that's definitely a battle roll how you know
2: where the heart is.
0: Yeah, that's true. Do I need to read the situation first. Mm-hmm. Just... So, I mean, you could get a plus one, but you could also just go for it. Probably have to, but I feel like it's gonna fly away. So it's pretty bad.
2: What we get? It's a seven. Seven. Okay. Same as a nine. So but... yeah. mm oh, yeah. uh-huh. Okay. Better um, than doing... a six. Uh, six. Uh, Sees what I want. Sees what I want. Suffer a little harm and flick to Okay. So, can you
0: so you stab deep into this creature, um, and black ichor sprays all over you. Um, would you want this roll to not be a seven and instead be something higher? Honestly, I don't, I don't know what talent battle roll gives me. Well, do you have battle advance? No,
2: I don't. What? Okay. I only have one advancement. I was, right. I was a detective before now. <laughs> all right. All right. Hold on second in a race situation. Okay.
0: So, mm-hmm. yeah, all right. Um, this isn't supposed to be my life anymore. Yeah, so you stab this thing up into this creature, and yeah, blood just pours all over you. And I think... Um, uh, ooh, so you're definitely going to end up taking some kind of damage from this since it's a battle. Like, it is fighting back against right. you. Um, but go ahead and make a... British, I wish I had the feeling to make the whole arm. I really
2: should have the uh, final adventure. This session is like There it is.
0: Go ahead and roll. Oh yeah. Okay. Roll plus roll. It says just roll plus taint gained. So my um, gaining one or two. So in this, you're you gotta you gotta be gaining at least one. Because This thing nasty, corrupted blood sprays mm-hmm. all over you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's better. It's better roll alone though. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Nope, a nine. A nine. Okay. I don't know, seven to nine. 18, you can know choose one. These f- <laughs> effects last for one scene. No, that's not bad. <laughs> that's uh, not too bad. It's one scene. This whole... I mean, you hear his narrative, so he will even notice. This actually works to a certain degree, so so you are you you gained an additional rank of Shadowlands Corruption. But um, that's not what it's called in this game. Yeah, that's fine. That's But I think very clearly, like as you like get like one step closer to this, um, you hear you hear that voice in your head that just says it just basically says you're going to you're going to die, Ishi It says that, and you hear like the the hunger on its voice. It says you're going to die, Ishi I can help you save all those others. Why not? Um, Why not? Oh, it says days added to damnation or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a point. Yeah, and so. Um, you just feel this the, like this incredible urge. And I think the, the creature itself kind of like uh, the, the the flying Oni, Oni no Suryoku, which is what this is, like kind of like goes to uh, like kind of, it kind of stumbles forward. It's wounded for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like it's kind of beginning to do like the thing like a hop like a big clumsy bird um, And it's like it's spilling out a lot of this blood and um, It leaves you alone And just moves forward um, And yet yeah, you hear the, the voice of Oni no Ishii and it offers It says like You can be Like you can be as strong as you need to be like You can have be, like, You can be the you can be the hero that saved this city But it's basically at this point saying is like Take one more rank of mm-hmm. Shadowlands Taint that's and your last one, yeah. That, as Die. your last one, th- yeah. Like your character will become lost, mm-hmm. like, um, and basically, it's saying like, "I'll, I'll kill this thing." Mm-hmm. Like, give me, give me the one more step of step of power I need. I'll kill this. You don't even need to worry about it. You'll be, a, you'll, you'll be a hero. Mm-hmm.
2: A lost hero. Not a hero at all, probably. Yeah. Maybe she yeah. should just die. I don't know. What
0: do you guys think? What would your family say? What do we think Ishi's would, be, we think would be the best, like, scene here for this to happen? Like, that not only, like, will be a good, like, if Ishii what is away. What happens to lost, like, people? In this, they go to, like... Will they just go straight to hell? Well, you could essentially just be... Like become like a raving lunatic, or could become like a monster of yourself or we could just say like, oh, he just dies and goes to hell, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like the monkey's paw. You kill the monster
2: by turning into a pterodactyl monster to kill it. Yeah, and that's that's definitely not what he would want. Well, if he just
3: chooses to die, it's because he rejected the last point of
2: taint. It's because I rejected the the. So the there final should offer.
3: be like a minor like redemption. Yeah. that. Because,
2: yeah, especially if... Because, yeah, I've known that other guy, the... Uh, God, whatever they're called. The guy that stole grace children.
0: Oh, he knows no, yeah. Yeah.
2: No, no, that's not no, true. Uh, I think he was like, a maim suit guy. Those kind of people are
0: kind of, like, lost people, almost, right? Oh, that stole Ugray's children. Uh, the yeah, not Henjo. the rest of the children. Henjo. Yeah, sorry, I thought you meant that stole your ch- I heard the wrong name. I apologize. So, yeah... That's, like, kind of like a lost person, right? Yeah. Sure, we don't we don't know what his, like, rank of yeah, Shadowlands was, but... That's,
2: that's definitely something Ishii would not... Oh, yeah, if you and get... Ishii can definitely show his, his he, very much his last his last minutes. I mean,
4: definitely if you give Bonino Ishii the last bit of stuff he needs, he'll just be the next actual basically. Yeah, so Ishii would probably just...
2: I think he'd refuse, yeah. I think that's he'd refuse it, and I mean, rather die. What's more important than your... Soul or the city of Ryokumo? At this moment, I mean, Ishii's soul's already gone, and he fears that becoming a monster will ruin all the work he's done. He's yeah, tried to do everything he's done, including taking all his tank, becoming more demonic, was to either protect the city or to protect the people he cared about. That, most every time you think these other kids can take care of the
0: day no day. probably not but definitely I to become the next shit. Okay. so all right, So, ooh, but that, that sets us up for something so what does Ishii do so Ishii rejects this creature mm-hmm. I'm going to say that that then gives someone else an advantage to do something to stop it okay um, what is it that Ishi? what is that, what is Ishi? finally, like, once and for all in the last moment where it matters rejecting this, the deal from this Oni? That at least on screen we could, like, go out and be like, okay, he wasn't totally lost. That, like, he died, he was very corrupted, but he wasn't totally lost. Um...
2: I feel like the sacrifice she can make is if Aji's around taking the dagger mm-hmm. like he's like holding on to this creature to stab it in his heart because it's like moving like this it's fucking huge. Sure. Taking the jade dagger that will kill him mm-hmm. to try to do something against the creature when the audience knows she can do whatever okay. with this demon power like he's been nearly dead and then pulled a the man out of some sure. It's never stopped him before. All right, but trying
0: to do it with his own power. The creature, um, like in its, like it is about to push off the ground and begin and begin flying. It's kind of like hopped a bit. Maybe Ishii is holding on to this thing, and um, it stoops in front of Aji to scream at him before it's going to use its wings to like, like lift itself up off the ground and it's going to get into the air and so this is like this kind of last moment that if Aji and we maybe have Aji make a roll to see how this goes with like a b- benefit from mm-hmm. what uh, Ishii had done to basically get this thing to Ishii to strike this last blow against this creature Sounds good. Okay. So grabbing, grabbing I feel that this is I'm on, on the edge? I feel that this is a this is a despite danger to role as well. Not die. And the danger is like this thing gets away or this thing gets up in the air. So and I think what's what's your bold? the bold's plus two. Plus two. This is plus three. Plus it was three. plus three. Now it's plus two. So yeah, so let's say, plus, let's say you got a plus let's say you got I know this is goofy, but let's say you got a plus four to this. That's pretty good Yeah. That's usually past the regular limit, but oh, no. it's a ten. Damn. Plus my four? Yeah, plus four. four right. you have an so target. yeah, go ahead and you guys tell us what tell us
2: what how how this goes. I think if you throw the dagger to me, it Wait, definitely would. You make, call for? It? Yeah. I I would call for your dagger. Knowing that And you know that everything I touched has like harmed me. Well, knowing that, uh like Distance wise, it's probably not
1: gonna like. I'm not gonna gallop on my horse and go there. When I try to throw the dagger at the demon, <laughs>
2: it's gonna land right next to Ishii. Alright, yeah. The demon. I think when Ishii grabs it, it, I think it's just like burns Ishii to the core. Oh. Like, it is... Maybe his hand bursts into flames. I would maybe. say it leaves, like, nothing behind. Like, his, like, arm turns to ashes. He's oh, stabbing intense. this thing. Okay. And there's just almost nothing left.
0: All right. I don't feel so good. Yeah. yeah. That, like,
3: did you throw it into the demon?
2: Yeah, I think he, like... I think he chalked it at the demon to, like...
3: So I think it, maybe it goes into the demon, and then Ishii's, like, latched onto it, and he looks at it, and he grabs it and shoves it in... <laughs> As his arm just like,
0: sure, with cliffhanger, yeah, (laughs) yeah, but but so, yeah, so we see this. Um, what is the scene of this demon dying? You stab into it, and um, your arm turns into that, and we almost see it like kind of travel down you almost like a fuse. And after it's covered all of you, and you're maybe clutched in one of its talons, um. Like it goes up the talent and the creature kind of stumbles and it starts to like writhe about trying to move forward and uh, it can't get away from this, its own body just burning up essentially. And we see it, yeah, like a fuse or like a match where it just kind of goes to that. And the last thing is just that tongue that's almost alive, air quotes. Um, and it's screaming and screaming and screaming. And then even that kind of like is burned out and there's just the husk that sits there and we hear like the the clatter of all this stuff off in the distance, and as uh, the the dust clouds from this thing kind of like settle, they're then pushed by a breeze and eventually just the breeze pushes this dust away. And um, yeah, I think that the only thing left are that jade knife and one thing from Ishii. Oh, we see, like, uh, yeah, we see the katana, uh, is there, and, um, either the katana or the wakazashi on the seya is scratched in, like, the names of his family. Oh, that's amazing, yeah. That's and so, like, that's, like, that's been there the whole time. We've just never seen it. That's pretty good. All right. All right. So, the, the scene kind of, like, fades over that, uh, that image of Ishi's the saya. As Agasha Yugure watched his companions kill Onino Serioku, his face was ashen and his eyes glazed over. The evil spirit, the Kansen, that had been keeping him from bleeding out or going into shock left him, laughing at his suffering. It flew off to find someone who would accept its offers of knowledge and power in exchange for blood. Yugure collapsed. As his vision blurred and he faded in and out of consciousness, a woman appeared before him. The wrinkles on her face suggested that she was ancient, but her eyes shone bright with youth, bright like the sun. Priestess Mayo? Shh. Shh, my child, she says to Yugre. You don't have the strength to waste. Her bright eyes, the eyes Yugre saw when he was brought back after a warehouse roof collapsed on him, look over his broken and bleeding form, his missing arm, the scarred body of a man that had always tried to do right. I can't help you, my child. I already brought you back once. My powers can't help to heal you." After months of bed rest, Agasha Yugure takes his first steps with the help of the crutches that he will need for the rest of his life. Through with this city that had done nothing but tempt him and endanger his family, Yugure submits his resignation letter to the Emerald Champion. Despite Asako Anjo's insistence that Yugurei's connection to the kami and investigative mind could continue to be useful regardless of his bodily ailings, the champion, understanding that not all wounds and worries are physical, accepts his resignation. His trip home is long and difficult. Dragonlands are distant and tough terrain. The only thing that seems to keep Yugurei and his family's will together is their desire to be home again, their desire to be rid of the corruption of Ryoko Owari. As the years go by in far-off Agasha lands, the horrors of the City of Lies seem to fade. With the Shosuro cartel weakened, his sister-in-law slowly abandons her efforts to bring Opium into Dragonlands and instead focuses on her regency, relying heavily on Ygray's counsel. While time cannot heal all wounds, it seems to mend this relationship that had once been so fraught. On his deathbed at a ripe old age, Ygray slips into the realm of the ancestors surrounded by his family. His wife and children light incense as a priest prays. The smoke, hanging in the air far longer than normal, seems to form a shape. Perhaps it's a dragon, but in all the paintings, in all the stories, don't dragons have more limbs than that? Two arms in the front. It's years later. We see a large figure, face covered by the hood of a cloak, staring up at the dragon mountains. New hunting grounds. The figure thinks to itself as it draws back its hood. The face of Hida stares up at the mountains. His hair is black, his skin is young. He lacks the marks that the life of a warrior would have left him. This is not Hida but the oni that took his name. They'll never find me here. It thinks to itself. Just a few more and no mortal force, no mere priests or green stones will be able to stop me. Storm clouds form around the tall mountains. First, they churn into a tempest, but soon Oni No Ishi can see a shape—a dragon. A booming voice rings down at the Oni, speaking out its crimes, condemning it for its corruption of good men, of children. The expression on the face that we have long known as Hida Ishi, now the monster wearing his name, can only be described as absolute shock. With a crack of thunder, one on dragon formed a clouds descends upon the creature bringing against it the full force of the realm of heaven. We see a dying Agasha Yugure smile at this life he saw before his eyes. Outside the city walls of Ryoko Owari, Priestess Mayo, kneeling over him, knew that she could not save his life. She had brought him back to life once before. Now all she could do at this moment was let him see the life he wanted. Yugure was a good man, a conflicted man, but a good man. She had watched too many of them in this city be led astray. She remembers Yugare's commitment to fighting the darkness he saw around him. She can't allow his commitment to good to be merely the hollow dream of a dying man. Priestess Mayo has lived in Ryoko Wari far longer than anyone had known, far longer than humans ever live. As an acolyte of the sun goddess, she had a connection to certain powers, but now those powers must be used to try to make the rest of you, Gray's vision, true.
1: he like, kind of, like, discussing about the death of Saigo, but, like, she was, like, ultimately, uh, he did his job, like, The last thing he was tasked to do was to create, like, discord throughout the Unicorn Clan, like, to punish uh, Baronado for, like, burning the opium fields.
0: In a conversation with the Emerald Champion, Doji Satsumi, Asako Anjo recommends what is to be done with the living magistrates of Ryoko Wari. Oh, um,
4: but, did you, did you consider um, my other suggestion of sending um, Aji to uh, Rokugan, Siberia? Mm-hmm. He's like, <laughs> oh, also approved or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like the farthest place you can get from Opium on the continent. That's where I suggest him to okay. go. Um,
2: okay. oh I think he'll... Is it lands?
0: Shinjo Yoshifusa committed seppuku without ever knowing his son had been murdered by Bayushi Saigo in an attempt to control the Unicorn Clan from the shadows. Only a few weeks afterward, Ide Baranado was recalled to Unicorn Lands. In a sprawling complex of tents, the Unicorn Champion Shinjo Yokatsu awaits Baranado. With him are Asako Anjo and Akomo Yuriko. Yokatsu is seated in a Gaijin-style chair, the other two kneel on the floor in the Rokugani style. Baronado bows to each of them. Shinji Yokatsu is described the empire over as a man whose foreign customs put him at ill-ease in the courts of Rokugan where lying and subterfuge are accepted. It's the Ide family that for their 200 years back in Rokugan have been the diplomats, the courtiers, the schemers of the unicorn. Yokatsu's usually cheerful mood is instead the stern expression of the cavalry master he is at heart your plots in that den of sin couldn't stay hidden forever. Bernardo does not even look up. You organized a conspiracy that threatened to spark a war between the Unicorn and Scorpion clans, put our position in Ryoko Wari at risk. Your kinsmen died in dishonorable quarrels, or while masquerading as Scorpion, or acting as common thieves. You supported Fade's bandits who struck against the Emperor's roads and agents, and your little plot threatened the peace and stability of the entire Empire. Your actions were dishonorable, Baronado san Dishonorable and reckless. At this, Baronado does look up at his lord. Reckless? I have a son myself, and I understand why you did what you did. Rising from his high-backed chair, Yakatsu approaches Baronado, placing a hand on his shoulder. Your son did not poison himself. It was they who fed it to him. That's why I struck out against- You misunderstand your lord, Ikoma Yuriko interjects. They didn't merely create the poison. They force-fed your eldest son the opium that killed him. His death was not just a tragedy. It was murder. The scorpion control the opium trade, my friend, Yokatsu says to Baronado as the Ide clenches his fists and closes his eyes in anger. They killed your son, as they have killed and cheated so many others. You are not guilty in my eyes, baronato san I, too, would have done the same had I your prowess in these matters. I'm not to be punished? Bernardo asks. Your ability in organizing against friends with that Yakatsu spits on the floor could be put to good use, to bring justice to the Empire, though quietly. With this, Anjo and Yuriko stand. They hold out a small knotted string and a wakazashi, respectively. Will you help us further tighten the knots of the law? Or would you rather join your son, and your nieces, and atone with your death?" The look on Shinjo Yakatsu's face is that of a general who wishes to inspire his men, a father truly concerned about the welfare of his children, a man incapable of lying. Yakatsu has cultivated this fiction for years, using Rokagani assumptions so well that his own clan bought the lie. Being underestimated has helped him to become one of the masters of the Kolot, and helped him conceal from Baronado a man of tremendous ability, that the Kolot, and not the Scorpion, were the ones who killed his eldest son and sent the old Ide down this bloody road of vengeance. Ide Baronado's eyes move back and forth between the objects as he weighs the choice he must make. The steady beat of hoof falls outside the great tent fades into the pounding of his heart.
4: Yushi Hikari finishes her sake in one gulp. It was a simple act she might do without thinking back in her old home among the crane. Here, surrounded by her husband's family and their spies, if she weren't alone in her room, rumors would swirl that she was drunk and likely an unfit mother to Jinko and Kageko. The last few years since Tayo's death, Hikari has had to watch every step she's made. She and her father-in-law, the daimyo, have been in a constant battle over the future of her children. She has waged war as only a crane could, through cutting words, gifts, and well-timed raised eyebrows. But she hasn't been a crane for nearly a decade now. And tonight, she waged war as only the scorpion do. As she waited on her servants to bring back her children, she reread the letter she received that morning. You call me your late husband's dearest friend, but he
0: was there during my family's worst tragedies. He left me nothing while I went out of my way to protect him and pay him far more than he deserved. Your only family prospered from my generosity, and yet you ask more all these years later? But... I think I will honor your request, Bayushi Hikari. Lest I haven't made myself clear, this isn't out of any sort of kindness or respect. No. This will be my final revenge against the person that called themselves Tayo, If you think the City of Lies has become safer or less corrupt since you left, you are a bigger fool than I took you for. I will take back my honor, as I should have long ago, and I will bequeath what is left of my estate in Ryoko to you and your twins. May it give you all the joy it has brought me. Your cousin, Bayushi Korichika.
4: Hikari can't help but smile. Korichika thinks he's cursed her, but he's provided her perfect escape. Now that her disgusting father-in-law has taken a new wife, it would only be a matter of time before he fathers a new heir, which would put a target on both of her sons. She had hoped her son's training would be completed before she set her plans into motion, but they are eager learners. Starting over in the City of Lies is exactly what they need. It will be refreshing to live merely among drug peddlers again. The sound of her door sliding open interrupts her fantasy. She stands up and dismisses the servants as her sons arrive. My beautiful boys. Hikari straightens Jinko's silver hair and Kageko's raven hair. What is it, mother? You look so happy, Kageko says. She nods, so perceptive. You two will do fine in the city of stories. Are we moving? No, Kageko. Grandfather would never allow it, Jinko says. You're both right, she says. Hikari takes her son's hands and leads them outside to the garden. They could hear his groans before they saw him in the moonlight. Her father-in-law writhes in the dirt under an ancient cherry tree. The blood from his mouth, eyes, and ears has matted fallen pink petals to his face like some gruesome child's toy. The twins consider him in silence until he notices Hikari. You, he chokes out at her.
0: Defiler. Degenerate.
4: Twins let go of their mother's hands and look up at her. It's difficult for her to judge their expressions in the darkness. It looks like some assassin has poisoned your grandfather, she says without surprise or emotion. The old man coughs more blood onto the ground.
0: You murdered my son (coughs) and dressed my daughter up as your husband. You you Hikari
4: sneers down at the man as her sons study her. Is that true, mother? She stares into her father-in-law's bleeding eyes, but speaks to her sons. Your father's brother was a lecherous drunk. Your father killed him because that bad man disrespected me, and your father loved me so. The people in Ryoko Warrior are disrespecting the works your father did, and questioning his honor, Akari says. The man on the ground makes another choking sound. <coughs> your grandfather just disrespected me and your father tonight, and every day that we've been here, she says. The two twins look down at the dying man. Don't you two love me too? The twins simultaneously take a step toward their grandfather, and then another. No wait, she says. She walks over to the man and takes off his daisho, the one he unceremoniously took back when her husband was killed. She hands the katana to her sons and walks back and watches. The assassin's work is done. It would be a mercy to end his suffering. Akari says. The old man tries to protest, but only blood comes out of his mouth as his eyes grow wide in terror. The moon illuminates the satisfied grin on her face. Now take turns, save some for your brother. Yes, they will do fine in Ryoko Owari.
2: I almost feel like it's something about how the city eventually gets back to its old ways. There's a new magistrate in town that we don't really know, but we see him going into a meeting with the governor and the other two heads. Or the other head, and I guess at this point they probably kept the same power. No, I would say it goes back almost exactly the way it went before we showed up. So it's a magistrate going into a meeting with the governor, and the other two heads, the sister family
0: and the... Uh, by Ushifin with the right, cartels. yeah. Sure. Ooh, um, yeah, so there's, ooh, maybe maybe it is years and years later, and do you think uh, Hayobu is still alive? Maybe she's,
2: maybe it's another Ushifusa uh, thing, where she's still in
0: control. Well, it was already that way, kind of, to a certain degree. but like, oh, what if, um, um, what if we see Jocho, like, a little bit older? And uh, he's, like, walking her somewhere, and she's retired, but she still hangs around the thing. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, very... Maybe this is 10, 15 years, and she was already supposed to be an older woman, for sure. She's and, um And she's retired, and then Jocho sits in a meeting with um, uh, the, the new magistrate, and then we haven't met many
4: other Bayushis. Nope. We could just say that Oh, no. Here, I, I, my idea for that, I was... This is working to what I was thinking, too, is maybe a... It's like the, uh, what is it, the Soshi? Maybe there's like, like they replaced the Soshi with someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, it turns and it's like two very young, like, teenage teenagers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we both represent the Bayushi family. And it's like Taiyo's children. Okay, Interesting. Interesting. It's like, we're here to, to finish what our father started. Yugo Osako stomps into her office and sits at her desk, a tangle of curled scrolls, maps, and inkwells. She stares at the door with her common blank expression, until the servant in the corner politely clears his throat and steps forward. (coughs) There was an urgent message delivered from the governor. Osako stares past him as he approaches her desk. What does Hayobu want? I'm sorry, mistress. It was sealed with a Shosuro chop. Osako's face brightens for the first time since she entered the office, perhaps for the first time in days. She stands up and grabs the scroll with the speed of a duelist. As she reads, her smile slowly melts away, and she sinks back into her chair. She carefully hands the scroll back to her servant. Destroy this. Oh, I'm sorry, mistress. I apologize, but the new emerald magistrate was insistent that I tell you that the bandit Fade has attacked another scorpion shipment, and that she has reason to believe he was secretly in the employ of Ide Baronato. Asako's expressionless face cracks for just a second to sneer. So, more
0: baseless rumors. If four magistrates couldn't catch this idiot, why do they think
4: one can? I I'm not sure, mistress. Should I ask the magistrate? No.
0: Tell her nothing. I'm done holding the hand of these Emerald Magistrates.
4: There are still people waiting to see you, Mistress. What shall I tell them? Dismiss them all. I'd like to get some work done sometime today. As the door slides shut, Osako finally allows her face to relax. She pushes aside the carpet of scrolls and puts her head down on the edge of her desk. She takes off the band of fabric that masked her eyes and stares at the floor. She bites her lip, hoping hoping to stop it from shaking. Is a difficult, is a difficult job, job, to, do job good to do good in a place, in like, place this? like this, an unearthly voice says. Osaka wipes her eyes before retying her mask and sits back up. Her office is empty. Who's there? Only a spirit, Only a spirit saddened, is saddened by your saddened predicament. By predicament. Yeah. Akami. Why would you help me? I too know the sting of of rejection. rejection. I once offered offered another another magistrate, my aid, but was turned down. down. You seem more deserving. deserving. Perhaps I could help with this this outlaw. Outlaw. I don't care about Fade, he's the Emerald Champion's problem. Then what do you care about, about, child? child? She knows she should banish the obviously evil spirit, but she thinks of Jocho and hesitates. A poisonous silence stands between them. There is an unspoken love blossoming
0: between me and the governor's son. And she forced him to reject me.
4: The air thickens across Asako's desk. It darkens into a shape not quite human. I can fix that governor problem. problem. The outlaw outlaw problem problem too. too. Any problem that troubles you, child. child. If you're willing to pay one modest price. price... Osako doesn't let her face show her excitement. What price? You know the price. know the price. The darkness before her leans closer, and the word leaves her mouth as if on its own accord. Blood. Blood. Later, Yogo Osako wondered if it was more surprising to her to see a shadow smile, or that she found herself smiling back at it.
0: You see a, a scene of Aji getting, like, sent to some, like, really distant, really shitty locale. Um, uh, oh, he's the he's the magistrate over uh, the Sparrow clan, are known for, like, being really, really poor, and, like, like <laughs> indulging in the fact that they're poor, and it's thought of as, like, such a terrible, shitty position that, like, uh, that it's more of a punishment than anything else, and so maybe he's there. And then, at the, like we see him retire, and we see him head on back to um, like Crane Lands, and uh, we see like he's totally retired, uh, and he's like, I'm done, done being, done being a duelist, done being blah blah blah. I'm retiring to a monastery, and he's at this monastery, and we see him kind of praying and doing that kind of thing, and then um, they, like the sun goes down, and we see Aji just go. Get up, pop on a basket <laughs> hat, and head out. <laughs> and then we see like an area that's very clearly a brothel, and he just heads over there. It's the monk, time. And he was the monk from the vegan. What's <laughs> that uh, None of us are getting any younger. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much. I want to thank everybody out there. I want to thank the poor sound quality. I want to thank the weird sounds in the background. Frying chicken, you know who you are. Ukulele music, you know who you are. Thank you so much. I want to thank nobody remembering any of the NPC names. Oh, of course, I can't forget to thank my own inability uh, to let go of narrative control. And I want to thank, of course, whatever game Tone was playing the entire time we were doing this. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. City of Lies is Tone as Kakita Aji, Brandon as Hida Ishii, David as Bayushi Tayo, Andrew as Agasha Yugure, and Austin as your Game Master. The theme music for City of Lies is Mission of Danger by Lobo Loco. This American Dice, Ryoko Wari City of Lies, uses the City of Lies box set by Greg Stoles, published by Alderac Entertainment Group. The mechanics used is a modified PBTA system by Brennan Taylor of Galileo Games. Join us next time for more This American Dice. Additional music for this episode includes Winter is Coming Adagio by Dan Key. Q5, Dark, Somber, Sad, Spooky, Ambient by Solar Flare, Churchy by Coven. And of course, an extra dose of our theme music, Mission of Danger by Lobo Loco. You can find all these bands out there on the internet, so check them out. Hey everybody, if you could please rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher, it would really help This American Dice. And for every five-star review we receive, we'll read it on air. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. Um, you're able to hack it off but the horse is just absolutely like putting an egg through an egg harp like just like that scene in Cell where it's just like like just sliced into like four or five pieces easily. Mm-hmm. Um, j walks through it. Yeah. It's very erotic. <laughs> um, yeah. That was the erotic part. Were <laughs> <laughs> we watching the Satan movie? <laughs> yeah. she, she plans a wedding in that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> All right. Something else was a great
3: film.